0: with being in prison and all, to answer the telephone and do all the other jobs that needed doing. Since then, Miss Baxter hadn't managed to find a new assistant, and students never knew who they were going to meet, because a temping agency in Brimwell kept sending people up to fill in while the search for a replacement continued. Today's assistant was a woman with stringy blonde hair. She was chewing gum very loudly and snapping it against her teeth. You could see it rolling around her mouth in a bright pink blob. She was staring into space with a vacant expression, obviously imagining herself far, far away from here. The phone on her desk buzzed and she picked it up. Yeah, she said with a loud snap of her gum. There was a pause. Yeah, she muttered again, clunking the phone back down. You can go in now, she said to me with a shrug, before resuming her daydream. Okay, thanks, I mumbled. and With a deep breath, I pushed open the door to Miss Baxter's office. In my short time at St. Smithen's, I had already spent quite a lot of time inside Miss Baxter's office, because even though I tried so hard to be good, trouble seemed to follow me around. In one corner of the room, a deep, comfy armchair was occupied, as usual, by Miss Baxter's sprawling orange cat, Marmalade. In the middle of the room, and piled high with papers, stood an enormous gleaming desk, and standing behind the desk at that particular moment was Miss Baxter. As I stood in front of her, her normally smiling mouth was puckered in a serious expression, and I gulped. Looking closely, I thought I could see just a glimmer of laughter lurking in her dark eyes. That gave me courage. Um, hello, Miss Baxter, I said, looking down at my feet before peeking up at her. Hello, Poppy, she said dryly. I was wondering if you would make it a full week before I'd be seeing you again, and it seems not. I bit my lip and looked back down at the floor. Would you like a cup of tea? Her question took me by surprise. Yes, please, I squeaked. Have a seat, she said, gesturing to the chair in front of her desk before turning her attention to the tea set on a small table beside the armchair. After a moment, she came over and handed me a china teacup and saucer with violets painted around the edges, then sat down behind her desk and looked at me over the top of her own teacup. So, Poppy, why don't you tell me why you're here? she asked. I took a deep breath. Um, well, I stuttered. We were in Brimwell and, and you know there was a big fire? I paused here and Miss Baxter nodded. Well, there was this cat on the roof and he was stuck, so I just went up to fetch him and then when I came back down, Miss Susan was really angry. I don't think she likes it when I use my circus skills. I finished with a sigh. There was another pause as Miss Baxter sipped her tea, and I tried not to slurp mine, and then she put her cup and saucer gently down on the desk in front of her. "'I don't think it's that Miss Susan doesn't like you using your circus skills, Poppy,' she said quite firmly. "'It's that sometimes you use those skills in ways that aren't appropriate.' I put my own cup down and was about to protest when Miss Baxter cut me off with a wave of her hand. No, Poppy, Miss Susan was quite right to be angry, because you put yourself in real danger. She looked at me levelly. And our most important job is to keep you safe. It all worked out okay this time, but I dread to think what might have happened. She shuddered, and I could see that she was really concerned. I'm sorry, I said in a small voice. Believe it or not, I do understand, Poppy. Miss Baxter smiled ruefully. I often used to get in trouble for rushing in without thinking myself. But in your case, your special talents can make that much more risky. I know we have a lot of rules here that you are not used to, but each and every one is there to protect you. It's important that you learn to follow them. She picked up a pen from her desk and rolled it between her fingers, looking thoughtful. "'Your punishment will be to write a 500-word essay on an aspect of St. Smith's history, due on my desk next Monday.' She leant back in her chair and crossed her arms. I stifled a groan. It was not so bad as far as possible punishments went, but writing a boring essay was not exactly high up on my list of favourite things to do. "'Don't look so glum,' laughed Miss Baxter. "'You might learn something.' you'd better head off to the library. Seeing my still miserable face, Miss Baxter attempted to change the subject. Are you looking forward to seeing your family for Parents Weekend? She asked. I understand they're all coming. I nodded. I knew Miss Baxter was trying to cheer me up, but to be honest, thinking about Parents Weekend made my...